coming to you from the Deep South. This is the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. High impact leadership is not reserved for leaders, and it has nothing to do with your position, title, or rank. However, it does have everything to do with your character. It's time to climb to the next level and beyond, personally and professionally. Now, let's start making it happen with your host, Max Story. All right, today we're on habit five. Habit five is seek first to understand, then be understood. So this habit, Dr. Covey talks about this habit as being one of the hardest ones to actually learn and live and apply. And he says everyone he's ever taught it to agrees. I learned it. I agree. It's still the hardest one for me. And it was the hardest one for me to get right, even in the beginning, even though it sounds simple. But it's really based on habit four and the other three habits that come before that. But it's it's saying, seek first to understand, then be understood. So what it's saying is, I'm going to let you go first. And this is really, really important. This principle that's found in this habit is very important when it's a a highly emotional uh, type circumstance or when there's a lot of animosity in between people when maybe when tempers are flaring or, or there's anger or again, a, a high, high level emotional state for any reason, no matter what the emotion is. So one reason this habit is so important for me personally and I'm going to share a personal story here to explain it. In 2008, when I first discovered the seven habits, and I've shared with you, you know, much of that already. At the time, I didn't have a relationship with my teenage son. At the time, he was 17 and basically had quit talking to me two years prior to that. And and he had decided to go live and stay with his, his mother. And uh, we were divorced and had been for quite a long time, maybe about 12 years or so at that point in his life. Uh, I think we were, it was around, he was around five years old when we got divorced. So now he's 17, hadn't really had a relationship with me since he was 15, almost zero. And I discovered these, these seven habits. So, and I started learning them and teaching them and talking about them. And it was still was hard to seek first to understand. We always want to talk first or, when other people are talking, we're not thinking about listening. We're thinking about responding. A lot of times we don't even know what they said because we're worried about what we have to say and haven't said yet. And that's why this is so critical. Only one person in the relationship has to apply the habit for both people to start winning. And so if you know habit one saying I'm responsible, then I'm responsible for applying habit five whether the other person does or not. So it says I'm going to let you go first. So fast forward from 2008 to 2010, and at this point, Eric, my son, hadn't talked to me for four years. But now I had two years of studying the seven habits and a lot of other content under my belt. And my mom knew I was changing, and she she would she still had a relationship with my son. And so she was saying, hey, your dad's changing. Something different about him. Things He's not the same person. He's thinking different. He's being different. So two years of her listening to him 
finally one day I remember I was in Texas in a hotel one night and he called and he basically never called unless he wanted something. And even then it wasn't very much cause he tried to get it from someone else. He didn't even want to talk to me. So four years we hadn't talked really at all. Two years I've been reading leadership, trying to improve myself and in, in, improve my business, improve my life, that sort of stuff. And he calls me up and I got habit five, right? Most of the time, I would have started doing what parents do, started giving him advice. He started talking. He, he had been in uh, community college, and he was taking chemistry. And he was paying. He paid for his own insurance on his vehicle. He paid for his own school and all that sort of stuff. And so normally when he told me, I want to I do, he said, I want to drop this chemistry class. Normally I would have told him before I learned the habit five seek first to understand and be understood i would have automatically started giving them advice i'd say hey man you paid for the class you're smart go ahead and get the grade even if it's a d it doesn't matter just get a passing grade so you get credit for the class and 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 any parent would think that's good advice but anybody who understands habit five would think that's terrible advice why because he didn't ask for my advice he was just telling me what he was doing and because I've learned the seven habits now and I was actually applying habit five, I was seeking first to understand. I wasn't trying to agree with him or disagree with him. And I told him, I just want to make sure I understand. I want to see it how you see it. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing because people who you've not listened to, people who've not been listened to very much, they'll they'll take habit five. If you apply habit five and seek to understand them, they'll see your understanding as an agreement. So you got to tell them up front, I'm not trying to agree or disagree. I'm just trying to see it how you see it. And the reason is when they feel understood, when they feel 100% completely understood, a lot of times they'll ask for your advice or even if you get it wrong and then afterward you give them advice, they actually listen because they know you're coming from a frame of reference of understanding them. But anyway, so I just kept seeking to understand during this phone call. Eric ended up talking two hours and he did that because I got it right. If I would have gave him advice on the front end, I bet that call wouldn't have lasted five minutes. And until I actually eventually got it right, we would ne never would have had a relationship, but I got it right. And we were able to rebuild that relationship starting with that phone call. And he did drop the class. He, di he didn't ask my advice about should he drop it or should he not drop it? So I never give it to him. And he did end up dropping the class and they never went back to college. He was done. But what I found out because I actually sought to understand him was he would inter he was interesting in, in interested in doing what I was doing. He wanted to to get into process improvement and and maybe in the manufacturing. And at that point in time, all he had done was uh, change tires at his step grandfather's tire store in the middle of nowhere, Alabama, some little tiny town, not even really a town. He was really out in the country. So he hadn't, he was only 19, hadn't done a lot, but he, he had a vision and he knew what I had been doing for years. Uh, so anyway, I helped him get started and actually I had to, had to work the win-win no deal that I talked about on the last episode with the people I was consulting for with the owner of that business. I said, Hey, we get him in here and pay him this amount per hour. 
he don't know what he's doing necessarily, but he thinks he can do it. I don't know what he's going to do, but I think he can do it. You don't know what he's going to do, but you trust me. And so what I want to do up front is agree on the front end, win-win or no deal. Any one of us three, me as his father, him as a new guy trying to learn something new and make an impact, and you as the business owner, if any three of us do not like this situation for any reason, we agree on the front end, no deal, and nobody's going to be angry. And that's how I approached that. That's how I got him in with zero experience. But I told him he had to start reading these books. So, see, I got a lot of influence because I got habit five right that one night and start rebuilding the relationship. And he found out what he really wanted. And then he asked me, how do I do that? I said, you got to start reading these leadership books. So at 19, he started reading these leadership books, preparing his mind to think how to lead people. He'd never worked in a manufacturing plant. He only worked with me for three weeks leading process improvement teams. Then he started doing it on his own because I gave him some simple PowerPoints that he could take people through. And he really is sharp and smart and he grabbed that real easy. But what he knew much better than most people was how to lead people. He didn't have to unlearn a lot of bad stuff. He was unlearning the good stuff about leadership from the beginning. And I was mentoring him, mentoring him and coaching him. And that's what he started doing. And he started applying these seven habits literally at 19 and he started making a ridiculous amount of money and he, and he always has, and he probably always will. He's probably in a top 1% of, of income earners in the United States with no college degree. But it all started from me in 2008, start reading these habits. I mean, my part of it, he had to do his part, but I started learning the seven habits, learning all this other leadership stuff. And then I started applying it. And two years later, I got this habit that we just talked about, habit five, seek first to understand and be understood. Because so you, you'll get to go. It's okay. Let somebody else go first. And let them completely feel understood. If somebody's getting louder and madder and all that, it's because they don't feel understood. Quit talking and start listening with the intent to understand. Tell them, if you're just new to this, say, hey, I might screw it up. But this is my goal right now is to try to understand you. Reflect their feeling. Say, it looks like this is bothering you a lot, you know, if they look stressed and upset. Uh, reframe it. Repeat back the same content. But don't sound like a, uh, a recording just saying the same thing over, over and over and over. But reflect their feeling. Rephrase the content. Whatever you got to do, if it's in your heart that you're trying to understand, it'll all work out just fine. And when they feel understood, when you do start talking, they're actually going to be listening instead of waiting to reply. Because they'll say, oh, he's giving me good advice. And Dr. Covey give this example. And I'll, I'll close with this because it's, it's kind of explains it. It's a great illustration. It's like if you go to the doctor's office. You walk in to see the doctor. He closes the door. He or she closes the door, turns around, writes you a, 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 a drug prescription, hands it to you, and says, here you go. Have a great day. Never asked you a question. Just wanted you to understand them, which was their prescription. How much faith and confidence you're going to have in that doctor who never even asked you any questions, never want to know about your symptoms. You're not going to have very much confidence. But imagine if they come in and they ask you in depth. They looked at your medical history. They examined you. They ask you questions and all of this sort of stuff. 
And then basically when you were out of stuff to tell them, then they started talking, which is what a lot of doctors, most doctors do that. But we can do it as individual human beings. The principle applies the same way. Let other people go first. And then they're more open to what you actually have to say. So I'll talk to you next time. Have a great day. Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership Series books and others now available on audio along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.